Let us pray. Be strong and of good courage. Fear not, nor be afraid of them. For the Lord thy God, He it is that doth go with thee. He will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. Deuteronomy 31.6 Dear God, as the words of Numbers and Deuteronomy ring loud in my ear, I will remember that life and death stand before me each day. As a new day dawns, blessings and cursing are before me, and I will choose the path of blessings. I declare that I will not stray from your commands, Lord, for in them I find life and life everlasting. Because of my devotion to you, you will promote me in front of your children. You will make public declaration that you have qualified me by your heart and not by words, standards, and accolades. Like Joshua, I will be strong and courageous. I will walk with Godfidence because you've promised me you'd be with me. Thank you for the Moses in my life who have gone before me and have passed the baton into my hands. Let my life be a living memorial to the dedication and diligence of the mighty men and women of faith who have gone before me. I'm ready. I can do this. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for making prayer a priority in your day. To learn more about the Bible, stay tuned for today's story. Brought to you by BibleInAYear.com. The Life of a True Servant In our last story, we learned how Balaam was unable to curse Israel, but instead blessed them three times. He prophesied from God and spoke blessings and truth over them. Finally, he spoke of an all-powerful one that would come from Israel, a shining star from Jacob. In this story, we learn about the passing of Moses, his final words before God, and how Joshua became the new leader to lead the Israelites into the Promised Land, as inspired by the Book of Numbers and Deuteronomy. Hello, I'm Jack Graham with today's episode of the Bible in a Year podcast. In yesterday's episode, we heard the story of Balaam, who, after his encounter with God, had a changed heart and no longer sought to curse Israel for his own personal gain, but rather blessed the nation God had chosen. Our passage ended with a prophecy from Balaam of one who would come from Israel and shine bright as a star and bless the whole world. Today we move ahead many years to the final days of Moses, the great leader God has used for so many years to guide his people out of Egypt and through the desert. We'll also learn of the leader who was to come after him, a young man we've met before who desired to follow God and to live in his presence. Let's listen now to today's reading. It was still evening when the Lord spoke to Moses. The stars spread across the skies like a tapestry. Moses, now 120 years old, slept in his tent soundly. Dawn was approaching, and God spoke to Moses in the quiet, saying, Go up to the mountain and I will let you gaze upon the land I have promised Israel. Even though you may not enter it, I shall let you see the fruit of your labor before you die. 
Moses had already accepted his fate and was going to welcome death gracefully. However, he was still concerned about the people of Israel. Moses, still lying in his bed, spoke to the Lord, saying, God of body and soul, appoint a man from among the people who shall lead, for they will be like sheep without a shepherd. Moses was a shepherd after all, and he had come to realize the people of Israel were no different than sheep in need of guidance and love. God spoke to Moses, Take Joshua, who has my spirit, and lay your hand on him to bless him. Make him stand before Eleazar the priest and commission him. As dawn broke, Moses gathered Joshua, Eleazar, and the congregation of Israel. Moses looked at the people of Israel, God's sheep. Their hopeful faces shone from the rising sun. Moses' heart welled with love, hope, and sadness. He rose his hand and spoke his final blessings over them. Hear me, sweet children of Israel. Blessings and curses stand before you. Every day there will be a choice to choose between life and death, hope and hopelessness, good and evil. If you listen closely to the voice of God and obey his commands, he will restore your souls. He will circumcise your heart as he did your bodies. Love the Lord your God with all your soul, and you will prosper. Your enemies will be cursed, and all you do will succeed. For God will take delight in you, as he did your forefathers. Keep his commands close to your hearts. The afternoon had come, and Moses continued to speak to Israel with a contented smile on his face. I am 120 years old today. I am no longer able to keep myself upright. The Lord will go before you and lead. He will vanquish every nation that opposes you. Moses then held the shoulder of Joshua and brought him before the people. Joshua will lead you as the head. Be strong and courageous. Fear no one, for God will not leave you or forsake you. The people cheered as the final words of Moses struck the collective chord of Israel. Hope filled the crowd like an overflowing well. Moses turned to Joshua, holding his head close to his own. Be strong and have courage, he said to Joshua. It is God who goes before you. He will be with you. He will not leave you. Do not fear anything. Moses' voice cracked as he held back tears. Joshua looked deeply into the eyes of Moses, the eyes of a man blessed by God. After this, Moses said his final blessings over Israel. He spoke to them as a tender and loving father. Tears streamed down their faces as they listened in silence. After Moses said his prayers and blessings over Israel, he sang over them. His voice was old and raspy, but the people were enraptured by every word. They swayed to the song, smiling. Moses sang to God, and in that moment, his heart for the Lord was pouring out onto all the people listening. The deep well of connection was now overflowing, and the people rejoiced. The sun began its descent. Moses then climbed up the plains of Moab towards Mount Nebo. There at the peak, the Lord showed Moses the entire land. God mapped out the countryside before him. 
making mention of where all the twelve tribes would dwell. This is the land I swore to Abraham, God said gently. Even though you will not step foot in it, I have allowed you to see it. The setting sun painted the sky a deep orange. The land was golden. A strong breeze galloped across the plains up towards the mountain and blew Moses' hair back. He could not take his eyes off Canaan. Since that infamous day he met God as a burning bush, Moses had dreamed of the day he would finally see it. The land flowing with milk and honey. Tears fell from Moses' cheeks. He smiled and continued to look towards the countryside. As the golden rays dimmed below the horizon, Moses breathed his last breath and was joined with God for all eternity. The people mourned and looked to Joshua for guidance, and God blessed Joshua and filled him with a courageous spirit. Thus the days of Moses came to a close. The man God had chosen to lead his people out of captivity had died. One day, a leader greater than Moses would lead God's children out of captivity from their sin. The sting of death would split in half, just as the Red Sea. He would be the greater Moses. So Israel waited hundreds of years until his arrival. We open today's story with Moses, who is now 120 years old. He has lived under the discipline of God because he spoke to the rock angrily and took credit for the water that flowed. God said, you will never enter the promised land. And yet God extended grace and peace to Moses in the final days of his life. And though he would never enter the land of promise, God would show Moses the land that he would give to Israel. Moses served God faithfully for decades, leading a stiff-necked people with both strength and humility. God tells him he'll soon join his brother Aaron and all of his people who had gone before him. Death, after all, is an open door to heaven to all who trust in the Lord God through Jesus Christ. Even in these final days, Moses' chief concern is for the people and who will shepherd them. Moses wanted to be sure they were taken care of when he was gone and not left to go astray as he knew they would. God reveals to Moses who his leader will be. It is the same one, the same man who sat outside the tent of meeting even as others went back to camp. It is the same man who believed God to take the promised land along with Caleb when the spies entered into the land. It was the same man who led their first battle against the Amalekites. Yes, this man is none other than Joshua. God tells Moses to call Joshua and bless him and commission him before Eleazar the priest and the whole congregation of Israel. Moses, who is barely able to keep himself upright, then addresses his flock one last time. He has so much to remind them of, all of God's commandments, the laws for living as God's holy people. He recounts the stories of God's faithfulness over many years and countless challenges and campaigns. The final chapters of Numbers and most of Deuteronomy record his words. Then in Deuteronomy 30, verses 15 and 16, Moses says this, See, I have set before you today life and prosperity and death and adversity, in that I command you today to love the Lord your God, to walk in his ways, and to keep his commandments and his statutes and his judgments, that you may live and multiply 
and that the Lord your God may bless you in the land where you are entering to possess it. These are the greatest rewards for obeying God. If they choose obedience, they will experience fullness of life, blessing, and God's hand of provision and protection. Think about it, because the same is true for us. Of course, it doesn't mean that we will live our lives without adversity or hardship, but what we know because of the promises of God is that God's ways are higher and better than our ways, and His way always leads to abundant life and blessing. But there is the other side. Moses warns the people that if they turn from God and follow other gods, false gods, they will perish. They are to keep God's commands close to their hearts. This is a powerful, powerful encouragement to you and me to stay in God's word daily and obey him. Moses then spoke to Joshua the words he would keep close to his heart for years to come. Be strong and courageous. Joshua was taking on a task that would require strength and courage in the face of great fear. But as Moses also reminded Joshua, God would be with him and go before him. God's faithful servant knew it was time to go. God took him to the top of Mount Nebo and showed Moses the land that he would give to Israel. God's grace and kindness shone through Moses one more time before he took his final rest and joined his heavenly Father. Dear God, how we thank you for the story of Moses. What a life, a life of example in leadership and service. One of the greatest men who ever lived because he was your man. May we follow his example of humility and strength in our lives and look to you in obedience. And help us to be strong and courageous always as we follow you, no matter what. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to today's Bible in a Year podcast. I'm Jack Graham from Dallas, Texas. Download the Pray.com app and make Bible reading and prayer the priority of your life. If you enjoyed this podcast, share it with someone you love, because by sharing this podcast, you can make a difference, a big difference, an eternal difference in someone else's life. And if you want more resources on how to tap into God's power for your life, be sure to visit jackgraham.org. God bless you. This episode is sponsored by MediShare, an innovative healthcare solution for Christians to save money without sacrificing quality. Welcome to the Pray News Podcast, where hope is our only bias. Each day, we'll unpack the most prominent stories happening in the news and offer a Christian perspective. We won't shy away from the hard topics, and we won't dilute the hopeful message of Christ. This is more than a daily brief on the news. It's a way to be informed and transformed. Listen to Pray News on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.